Today is in fact the day the Lord has made, and these are the times to which God has decided we shall live. It is times such as these, as it says in the book of Esther, that we're called to serve and called to do the best we can. It's our turn to go through the stuff that other countries have gone through. It's a relief to me to know that God is in charge. You know, with what we watched um, in Afghanistan of late, um, there is an opportunity we have to pay back in a very small way, eight years of service in the U.S. Army, 42 months in combat. Um, Roland uh, Chodorowsky is with me with his wife, and his wife's name is Lana. They're with me. We're going to talk about a personal thing that happened to Roland that we are going to help him with. This audience is going to help this family. I want to, first of all, start by welcoming you both to the show. Uh, Roland, welcome home. Welcome to the Todd Herman Show. I appreciate that very much. Well, we appreciate you. 42 months in combat. Uh, we'll talk about that. And uh, Lana, welcome to the show. Glad that you're here. Roland's uh, beloved wife. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having us. It's such a pleasure. It's an honor. Um, Roland, I just have to ask, and we'll get to your personal circumstance in this medical situation you're facing that my audience is going to help with. Um, do you have thoughts on, on, on what we saw uh, Thursday, Friday in Afghanistan and, and just in general? Obviously, 13 of your brothers lost their lives, 95 Afghans. That's the count that we have or have had. What, what thoughts, what feelings did you have as, as you watched this thing unfold? Oh, I, I watched in, um, in disgust. Um, we've, and I was there when we invaded Iraq and we, we went into all this. I graduated in 2001. And so I enlisted. And what's going on today is what Biden's doing. He, he told he went the wrong direction on how to withdraw our troops and my brothers and sisters in arms. And it's pretty, it's disturbing. It well, really is. What's the right way to do it? And by the way, I've had my friends on. I have a, a friend of mine who's retired special forces. He said something very similar, mm-hmm. a friend of mine who did two tours in, in Iraq himself. Right. Um, what's the proper way to do it? This is the way I do it, the way we've done it before, just with our own units coming uh, to change us out or change command. So we do a, a thing called right seat ride. So basically that's what they should have done with uh, – the Afghan troops that we were training them, we should have right, see it right of them, told them what to do exactly, you know, and don't pull out and let the whole world know, <laughs> you know, pull yeah. out and, you know, go ahead. No, no, that's all right. I'm just, I'm laughing because yeah, even us, I've never served and I knew that. Hey, maybe don't tell people exactly when you're leaving. Right. This is our mission, you know, we, let's get our people out and our, you know, the interpreters that, come with that you know the, the, some afghan people and iraqi people are good people and those interpreters and our americans over there they need help and what biden's doing is totally a disgrace yeah uh, i i am i take text messages and and uh, telegram and signal messages from people saying very similar things so you you went through 42 months in combat you were home uh, and you're back jumping on the trampoline with your son and yeah. tell my listeners what I mean. And the fact that you survived combat, God is good. And then this happens. God is good. And, and, and tell us what, what happened to you. So I was, it was just a regular Sunday afternoon with the family and we were just playing in the pool and sunbathing and jumping on the trampoline. So my son was jumping. I'm like, Hey, I'll come jump with you. 
And I got on there and I jumped about three times and my ruptured my patella tendons. Both your patella tendons. Both my legs. Oh. Were you ever hurt like that in combat? No. I went through combat, never experienced nothing that horrific injury. Thank God, you know? Thank God. Um, Lana. Uh, or is it, yes. it's Lana, correct? Lana, pardon me. Um, Lana, Lena. Okay. I got it right. The first time Lena, uh, yes. you, you, you have been that wife who I got to imagine there were times when Roland was in combat that maybe he popped you a text to say, Hey baby, you might not hear from me for a couple of days. Um, and you know, your husband to be this strong, um, man who's taught to be lethal on our behalf. What was it like for you? to see your husband injured in this way? Um, it was dramatic, very dramatic, very hard. You know, not only did I have my husband who's laying there helpless and trying to be strong for all of us, I had two children that I also had to worry about because they witnessed this incredibly terrible accident. And so I have a 15-year-old daughter and I have a five-year-old son. Mm. And, you know, one of the things that my husband has always instilled in our kids is be strong. Don't panic under pressure. And so when this happened, I was, you know, my first instinct, I, I needed to evaluate Roland. I knew it was bad. I knew it was not good. And so I started giving directions to my kids. And I told my daughter, I said, Kaylee, call 911. And she did. She got on the phone with 911. And then my son, I said, Roland, and he's five, mind you. He ran. I said, Roland, go next door and get help. And he ran next door, and he got help from our neighbors. And he just said, my dad's hurt. Please come help us. It was a pretty incredible thing how all, all three of us pulled together when my husband needed him the most, when needed yeah. us the most. Yeah. And then speaking of, of him needing you. Uh, Roland, you were taken to Sacred Heart, which I, I experienced to be a really good hospital. My dad was in there for a yes. long time. Sacred Heart, right. then Veterans Hospital. Now they told you you here you are, combat vet, forty two months in combat. You've been you've you've torn both patella tendons. This is a very serious injury, um, and they didn't let you see your family. So talk about that. If if I can intervene for just one second. So Sacred Heart allowed one visitor. One. One visitor. And that was me. And so when Roland was transferred from Sacred Heart to the Veterans Hospital in Spokane, he was allowed no visitors. And so he was in there for two and a half, almost three weeks with no visitors. And my children were not, my husband was taken away from here in an ambulance in excruciating pain. And then when he was taken away, my kids didn't get to see him at all. This is brutality. Um, It's stupidity. Um, Your your daughter and her age group is more likely to die falling down the stairs. No offense to Roland, who tore the patella tendons on on a trampoline. More likely to die falling down the stairs. Your son is literally more likely to die being bit by a dog than from the COVID flu. Um, have right. you guys had and COVID, you know, by the way? What's funny yeah. is you just you just mentioned my daughter actually did fall down the stairs at school and broke her tibia and her fibia, and my son has been bitten by a dog <laughs> in the face. 
So that's crazy that you just said that. <laughs> wow. Well, those are just some statistics that I've memorized. So, uh, Roland, what was that like for you? You're in the VA. Our tax dollars have paid for this. This is where our veterans in combat and otherwise get care. What was that like for you three weeks um, with broken patella tendons, unable to see your kids and, and your beloved wife? That was depressing. You know, all I could do was think about my family, you know, what my kids were going through. I didn't know. And, you know, my wife had to deal with all this by herself. Is it, it sucked. It really did. Um, so when I was in, they let my wife come to the window one time with my son, just so my son could see me. You that, know, that you were alive. That I was alive. So he was, they let me see him and then through the window. And then it was like not even to five minutes. And then they left and I never saw him again until I came home. Fact of the matter is there's viral pneumonia, there's hepatitis, um, the flu season um, two years ago was actually, yeah, three years ago, 2018 was more deadly to kids than this. For people mm-hmm. under the age of 50, COVID is less deadly than influenza. It is an insane um, installation of terror in people's minds, in my opinion. So now that's part of the story. The rest of the story is this three-week period that you're in the hospital and this recovery period has led to some economic harm for this family. Our show is going to help this family. We'll talk about that right after we check traffic with Rightway Traffic. I'm talking with uh, Roland Chodorowski and his wife, Lana. Um, Roland's U.S. Army, 42 months in combat, eight years of service, uh, and has had a terrible injury, still recovering from that, and now there's financial injury. Uh, so um, talk, talk to me, Lana, about this financial injury, this loss of time, and, and, and Roland was the breadwinner. You're a mom uh, you know, taking care of the kids, so Roland been the breadwinner. So talk to us about that. That's right. So my husband, um, he's the sole provider for our home, our household. And I've been lucky enough to be able to, to be home because I can't, the, the price of daycare is so outrageous. It didn't make sense for me to go to work to just pay daycare costs. So I've been lucky enough to be home. Uh, unfortunately, because my husband was a sole provider for our family, he is not able to work. And he will not be able to work for an extended period of time. Could be a year or more. And I have taken on the role of becoming Roland's caretaker 24-7. Anything he needs, I am here for him to support him. And I will stay by his side until he is able to do things for himself safely. And so um, in this hardship, we have had to put our house on the market it's a home we worked incredibly hard for all of these years. And um, unfortunately, we've had to put our house on the market. We are selling it to get into something much smaller, so it's more affordable. Um, my husband does have some medical disability, but unfortunately, when you know you make your house payment, it doesn't leave a lot left over for us to be able to survive comfortably. So we have... We've, and I've sold pretty much everything that we've owned to get by and make ends meet. This has been incredibly difficult, difficult, just hard. You know, we're losing our home. My kids are losing the stability of, you know, where they've grown up. And, you know, walking away from the home that we're in currently is going to be the hardest, one of the hardest things we've ever had to do. Yeah. Um, I, I can only imagine. I, I, 
I, I can only imagine. So here's what we're going to do. Um, around the country, to folks outside the Washington State area, um, which is where the Chodorowskis live, uh, on the podcast audience, live radio, text my name, Todd, to 800-465-8770. You will get a, a link there uh, to a GoFundMe for the Chodorowsky family. I am putting in $1,000. I would very much appreciate well, it if people out there, if you can match a thousand, will you do that? And I know there are audience members who can do more. If you can do two thousand, do that. If you can do twenty bucks, do that. And let me repeat something: forty-two months in combat. Okay, things that you and I can't imagine, and we don't have to face because men like Roland face it for us. So text Todd, T-O-D-D, to 800-465-8770 and do what you can to help this family who stood in the, Roland stood in the gap for us, our turn. No better time to do this than with what's going on in Afghanistan. And Lana, let me ask you something. This, this, this pain of being kept apart from your husband um, as the VA made this madcap, ridiculous, hysterical decision to, to play scaredy pants uh, with the COVID. How did that compare to being away from your husband while he served this nation and these people in combat for those 42 months? It's incredibly hard. You know, I, I felt like when he was away from me, it was, it was like a, just our home was not a home, you know, our, our house is just a house without my husband here, you know? And the way I look at it, if, if these masks are a cure-all, then why did you keep us away from him? Right. Right. That's how I felt. And I was, I was angry and I was hurt and all we wanted was him home. Yeah. That's it. And so we're going to, this group, this family, this radio family, we're going to raise money uh, for the Chodorowskis. Text Todd, T-O-D-D, to 800-465-8770. You get a link to a GoFundMe. Give everything that you can to help the Chodorowskis. Now, uh, Roland, let me ask you again. I want to loop back to Afghanistan. Um, I observe this this in, in insanity of the Taliban prov- providing security for our troops, I observe the absurdity of the man to whom we're to refer to as as the commander in chief, this frail and forgetful man, Joe Biden, um, yeah. contending. He 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 told the a real clear um, news reporter, a uh, Wegman. He told Wegman uh-huh. that that the military told him, "Oh, we don't need Bagram Air Force Base. That's not a that we don't need that asset. It's better just to have one airport." Um, is there anybody yeah, right. in the okay? Can can that even be believed from the perspective of a of a combat vet? Can anyone ever believe that? No, no. That'd be the main Air Force base. I mean, that's main transportation for all of us. You know, if you can, you can't have one like one without the other. You know, that's a good thing. That's one thing I like about the military is no matter what branch you're in, we're still brothers in arms. You know, and for what he's trying to do and pull out and say this isn't important that's not important and our american citizen that's no that's not right and i would ask you um as well when you look at afghanistan and the happenings there um 
And when you see the 13 people lost in, in this event and you hear Joe Biden compare that to his son, Bo, who was a military, um, what was he, a JAG officer, a military lawyer for like six months. And Joe yeah. Biden says, oh, I know what it's like to lose a, a, a military son. Um, isn't there quite a difference between someone's here and then they're vaporized with an IED versus oh, yeah. someone dying of cancer? So, yeah, um, there is. What do people need to know about uh, the the you, you mentioned that there are good Iraqi people? Obviously, we both know that there's good mm-hmm. Afghan people. What do people need to know mm-hmm. about interpreters that work with you guys in these countries? Oh, they're, they're our main uh, source of communication through the channels of, you know, the languages. And to have an interpreter is very important because you could get into a bad situation and you don't know what's going on. And I've had people tell me and remind me and that they, they were the, there. Yeah, that that's the part. My friend my friend Brian said, yeah, they wear our uniform and they do it at great cost yeah. to their life. Um, mm-hmm. Lana and, and Roland, um, I, I would just say, Lana, there is a description of love, um, biblical love. It's patient and it kind and keeps no list of grievances. And I just wanted to say, as a, a man who has a wife who's stood by his risky entrepreneurial schemes all these years, can I just tell you <laughs> that, and Roland, you'll forgive me, um, that man, that man there, that man is a lucky man because I hear you saying you will not leave his side. I think he's a lucky I man. Won't. Lana. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I'm lu- well, I'm lucky to have him. That's the thing is I'm lucky to have him, somebody who's strong and encouraging, and he would do the same thing for me, and I know that, and I'm I'm blessed and I'm grateful for him every day. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Roll was set like look over there and and uh, just to use the uh, the language you guys sometimes use. This lady has your six and then some. It sounds like. Oh yes, she does. <laughs> she got my back completely. Yeah, she's the best advocate, wife, person you could have. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do, guys. 42 months in combat on our behalf. He fought the battles that we didn't have to fight. He faced the bad guys we didn't have to face. He went through the process of seeing people, uh, brothers and sisters killed. So what we're going to do is we're going to raise a whole bunch of money. So text Todd, T-O-D-D, to 800 465 8770 give you a link to the GoFundMe. Um, we're going to help take care of the folks who took care of us. And, and Roland, I'll ask you first, anything you want to close off with? Yeah, I just want to say for all the service members that uh, have passed away through this um, nonsense, that our prayers are with them, with their families, and they paid the ultimate sacrifice, and it shouldn't have been that way. Yeah. And Lana, anything you'd like to close off with? I'm incredibly grateful for for all of our servicemen and women. To you guys for allowing us to come on air today and talk with you. For all the prayers, well wishes, and all the support that has been behind my husband and I. Thank you to everybody. Well, I'll just be clear. It's it's absolutely our honor to do this. And uh, may God Almighty extend to you the Holy Spirit's capacity to heal. May he wrap your family in the full armor of God. May Christ Jesus intervene and cause quick healing in Roland's end. May the spirit of giving 
now inhabit my audience in the name of Christ Jesus. Thank you so much for your service, Roland. Welcome home. You're welcome. Thank you for being an inspirational woman. Thank you.